Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Suplexes, Scores, and Save Points, your home for all things wrestling, sports, and video games. Today, it is Save Points, which means we're talking some video games, and we've got a lot of, uh, we got a lot of new stories to cover today. We've got a game review, a bunch of fun stuff today. I am Ryan, and with me again is my co-host, the one and only my brother, Nathan. War. What is a good book? Yeah, we gotta talk about that. Yeah, we got some more real life stuff to talk about. Um, but we have got we're gonna start off with a little bit of Nintendo because tomorrow, or when you're listening to this today, it's Mario Day, March 10th, which means Nintendo has put a lot of their games on sale. Um, so if you are a Mario fan, um you should maybe uh, check them out because uh, a lot of the Mario games and Mar- just Nintendo games in general have gone on sale uh, for like about five days. So yeah, and they're, I mean they're they're as cheap as they're going to get for Nintendo. So, yes. Uh, you know they're they're all forty bucks, usually sixty. I mean, thirty percent sale is about as good as you're going to get for Nintendo games. So Mario Rabbits, though, you pick it up for ten bucks. That's surprising because okay. even though that game's like two years old, they were still selling it for you know full price. So yeah, um, Amazon's got some really good deals. Honestly, um, they've got Mario Tennis Aces for forty bucks, so twenty dollars off. That's pretty good. Um, they, yeah, a lot of their games are about twenty bucks off, but these are through Walmart, Amazon, and the official Target, all of them, and the official uh, Nintendo Store. Uh, so it's Mario Day. I figured we'd, we'd talk about that a little bit because, you know, it's March 10th. I, when did this become a thing? It was never, it wasn't always a thing. It's only been like a couple of years people started to no. realize. They're like, let's just call this Mario Day. <laughs> I guess whenever Star Wars had the Star Wars Day. May the 5th, yeah, or May the 4th, May yeah. The 4th. Yeah. Um. So, uh, also, sticking with Nintendo, let's go with Happy Nintendo News for a second. <laughs> uh, we got another we got another uh, N64 game coming in two days, Ron. Because Nintendo doesn't plan this shit out, apparently. They just do it out of nowhere. It just happens, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, May 11th. May 11th. March 11th. <laughs> sorry. Uh, you're going to get to play F-Zero... I forget what it's called on the N64. G something? F-Zero G four. I don't know. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, one of the better F-Zero games. So, that'll be pretty fun. Plus, they cleaned it up. Make it look nice and pretty on your Switch. So, that'll be pretty fun. Might be the best way to play that game. We'll see. Yeah, Nintendo's so weird with their drops of their games on there like because it's just like they just <laughs> it's just randomly hey here by the way here's another n64 game <laughs> like, yeah it's not like i paid them 50 dollars for the year you know for anything you can just tell me what the hell's happening it's just like yeah there's no warning there's no it's just eh here you go tomorrow there's gonna be a new game on here <laughs> yeah so weird and then like it's even worse for nintendo and super nintendo games on there randomly they'll just show up and you're like what the fuck when did... <laughs> it's just like yeah yeah they, they don't have a it's plan insane. for any of that stuff it's just uh, like 
Just throwing it out there. Yeah. All right, let's get into some unhappy Nintendo news here, Ryan, because the real life events that are going on right now. And let me just spe- let me say this first. What's going on in Russia and Ukraine is way more important than what I'm about to talk about. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but because of what because of what's going on in Russia and Ukraine, uh, uh, Nintendo put out a statement saying that their next big game that was supposed to come out after Kirby, uh, Advanced Wars One and Two Remake, re- reboot, reboot camp, I reboot, think is what it's called. Yeah, reboot camp. Um, they're being, yeah, they're they're being delayed because of what's going on in Russia and Ukraine. So Nintendo doesn't want to have a war game, I guess, coming out. Yeah, it makes so, sense. Yeah, so, uh, and a lot of people are saying, well, they didn't do that for the first Advanced Wars, and, you know, and I, and even though we were at war with the uh, Middle East, but here's the difference. Two big differences, around. First big difference, those games were on a handheld system that was on its way out. Okay. Second big difference is back then there was no social media. If they put a war game out, there's yeah. some even though it has nothing to do with what's going on over there, there'll be somebody coming knocking and saying, Well, this looks bad, you shouldn't be doing this, and the next thing you know, so Nintendo's just kinda getting out ahead of everything, you know. They're like, Okay. Which is smart on them. Hopefully that game does come out eventually. A lot of people have been looking forward to it when it got announced. So hopefully it does come and out eventually. One of the big things in this game, and I think the reason why, is the main bad guys in this game is clearly based on Russia. <laughs> and the beginning of these games, Russia, Russia, I use that in quotes, invades another country. So, it's not just a war game during a war. It, it, it's very on the nose, and I think that's part of the reason why they're like, ah, oh, that's a little um, too insensitive to put out right now. Um, Do you think maybe they'll change it? <sighs> I mean, you could go in and probably coat of paint, you know, and change it up, change the look, and do it a little differently, yeah. Um it's been indefinitely, so no release date has been announced at all now. It may never come out. Who knows at this point? Um, it sucks. Again, what's happening in Russia and Ukraine is way more important. But, so, but also, but, what also sucks is this game has already been delayed once because it was supposed to come out in January. Yeah, it was supposed to come out in January, and then it got delayed to April, and now it's been uh, indefinitely delayed. Um also, on the topic of Russia, um, most the PlayStation sto- PlayStations are not going to be sold there anymore for the time being. Uh, Grand Turismo Seven was pulled from the Russian PlayStation Store. Um, Microsoft, Activision, Blizzard, EA, Epic, and Ubisoft have all stopped the sale of any new products to Russia. Um, so, so yeah, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven will not be sold there. So. The, a lot of the game, obviously, and not just gaming, but the whole world's basically t- telling Russia to fuck off. Um, so, I don't know. This is this is, it's one of those things as a couch, like you know, when when something like this happens in the world, obviously you're gonna have 
uh, things happen because of the fallout from this. So um, hopefully eventually this game comes out. I know Nintendo was really banking on this game and they were, they're piping it up and a lot of people were very uh, looking forward to this, but you know, real life happens and you know, <laughs> just, this is a bad situation. So I didn't wake up today and expect to see Atari in the news, um, but Atari is in the news as Atari has acquired video game database Moby Games for $1.5 million. Now, two things. I don't know what the fuck Moby Games is. So on that standpoint, I don't know if it's like a database of like computer games is uh, is it just like a I don't know what this is. I'm on the website and I'm not sure exactly what this is. It's just a database. It doesn't it's just it just has like a list of games. So I don't understand why why you would buy this. And why it would be that expensive. Not only that where the hell is Atari getting this money? And that was my second point. When did they have the money to purchase this? Yeah, so Moby Games is just a database of every game that's come out on any console. Um, okay. It's just a database. You can look at year by year, look at everything that's been released. You can um, look at all this. So you can't play games or anything. It's just a database. But Atari has acquired it for $1.5 million again. When did they come up with this money and why? Who knows? <laughs> did, they, did they have that many people backing that uh, Atari VCS? Uh, I guess. I don't know. Um, Atari CEO Wade Rosen uh, said this about the purchase, quote, the Moby Games community has played a sustained and important role in the documentation celebration and preservation of video games and supporting Moby Games allows us to give back to the community and contribute to its growth and success. It's important to Atari that Moby Games retains every bit of its integrity and we're committed to supporting the site in ways that improve the experience for both contributors and users. So I guess they're just, they just bought it to give them money. I had no idea what this means. If this is even- I don't either. Atari is the weirdest company. <laughs> like, what is, the CEO of Atari. What the hell do you do most of the time? Because they ain't doing shit. But yeah. <laughs> they don't make games anymore, hardly. They don't make they don't make systems. They apparently they tried to start some hotel for some reason. <laughs> but I mean Yeah. Atari. I, yeah. Um wow. so yeah, I'm looking at some of the comments, they're hilarious. But again, 
And and remember, this is not the same Atari company that that was original. I'm pretty sure this is the new like someone just bought the name and bought the company. This isn't the same group that made the Atari 2600 and all that stuff. So I don't know what the end game here is. I don't know what the purpose of spending 1.5 million dollars on a website that's just a database website and has a forum and stuff i don't know what the point of this is i don't know why you would buy this but that's they they, yeah again atari does the weirdest shit (laughs) yeah atari is the weirdest white company that i've ever i don't even know how there's still around there you go that's your atari update they purchased yeah. a website that just has a list of games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have a Sony State of Play today, Ryan. It's actually just we're probably either getting ready to wrap up or it's almost done. Uh, Sony said that it's focusing on its uh, Japanese studios in this state of play, um, which they don't have very many anymore. They kind of, kind of closed down a lot of them. So. Uh <laughs> interesting to see what comes out on the Japanese side of things. Probably a lot of RPGs is what I'm figuring. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll have the full uh, recap of that next week because it's happening actually it yeah, it's just started, so it started at like 30 minutes ago. So, and so obviously we can't talk about it because we're recording right now. And so um, we will have our full reactions and, and talk about everything that happened. I'm not expecting much that's going to pertain a lot to our, our side of things. Um, like you said, probably a lot of RPGs and a lot of, uh, you know, like Dynasty Warrior type games probably. Right. Those are fun. But it's more, yeah, they said they're focusing more on the Japanese side of things, so I don't see a lot of that pertaining to a lot of a lot of people on this over here. <laughs> yeah, you never know. There's a lot of Japanese video game fans over here, but... True. Um, I got any Xbox news, right? Uh, let's see. There was an update on the Xbox. Um, it has it improved the quick resume for the Xbox series. Not sure what that means, but um, that means you can uh, hop in and out of games real quick. So with this uh, month's so- Xbox update, you can pin two games to quick resume. Meaning they'll always be available in an instant. So there you go, Nathan. You have two games on Quick Resume now. All right. Um, and also, outside of Quick Resume enhancement, players can also remap their controller share button. Interesting. Um, the share button can now be remapped to perform a variety of actions, including opening up a friends list or muting the TV. <laughs> okay. So that's basically uh, the only update that, uh, that they did an update today or at some point. So um, let's see. Anything else happen on the Xbox side of things? I thought I saw something, but um, 
I think they're share buttons. So let's, uh, let's, let's, uh, Ryan, let's go ahead and talk about the thing that you're wanting to talk about, probably. Uh, WIC 2K22. Well, okay, so I have not been able to play this game yet. Um, I will get to play it Friday, uh, midnight. I won't be playing it at midnight, but I'll be, I'll be able to play it Friday. Um, Jeff has played it. I, I'm i thinking next week we'll try to get him in here to get his – and so I can talk about it too. Early reports are that the game is obviously better than 2K20. There are still, only hope. There's still a little bit of glitches, but it is overall positive um, with this game. So that's a step in the right direction. But I want to take this conversation a different way because news is happening uh, in the world of WWE video games, and it's pretty big. Um, multiple reports have now come out stating that 2K may be done uh, with WWE. Um, multiple reports is that WWE has reached out to EA about potentially making a wrestling video game um, in that there's been two reports. There's, there's one side saying 2K is frustrated with WWE because of all the changes and the quick stuff that happens in WWE and 2K is getting frustrated. Basically, they're frustrated that their game is so outdated because of WWE. Um, But I've also heard that WWE is frustrated with 2K due to 2K20's lack of, you know, just being a good game and the lack of promotion, essentially, for 2K22 um, because they haven't really promoted this game at all, hardly. I mean, outside of wrestling, you don't see this game promoted. Um, So... It could go either way. This, it, it, I think they said it all kind of hinges on the success of this game. If it is a good game and if it sells well, they might keep 2K around and give them another shot. But if it's uh, not very good and uh, sales don't do good, this could potentially be the last 2K wrestling game. Or at least 2K WWE game. Um, and I just, I fear what an EA wrestling game would be like. Because some EA games are really good. But EA Sports... Mm. <laughs> EA Sports uh, is a little different. It's, uh, I don't feel like it would be. I don't feel like it'd be too much different because they both do uh, 2K and EA both do a lot of microtransactions in their games. That is true. A lot of. That is true. And so, as you can see, as you can see, Madden is watered down all the time because they come out every year, just like yeah. WWE games. So. It'd probably be about the same, honestly. I mean, the one good thing about going to EA would be, uh, you know, it would probably be the same game every year, just updated for rosters. <laughs> well, not only that, one thing about it going to EA, it'd be on Game Pass. That's what I was going to say, too. I uh, I was going to say that if it, they do end up going with EA, the potential for WWE games getting on Game Pass is higher because most EA games eventually end up there either right away or over time. So that would be big for WWE to get on Game Pass um, and get people that would maybe not play a wrestling game in 2023 or whatever. They might give it a shot because they're like, ah, you know, it's on Game Pass. I'll check it out. Um, So that could be a huge deal for WWE. It would would give them a bigger – because 2K is respected, but EA is just EA. Everyone knows EA. So um, if they can get in with the EA Sports with the Madden and stuff, but who knows where that heads? Um, again, it's rumors at this point. Um, and again, 2K22 just came out for most people. 
some people, most people get it Friday. Like I said, I have not been able to play it yet. It is downloaded. It's ready to go, um, but I will be able to play it Friday. Next week, I say after about a week of play, um, either we'll have Jeff in here live with us or he will send in another audio clip and uh, we'll get and I'll have my reactions as well to the game because I heard the gameplay is it takes some getting used to. So I'm, I'm I'm excited to try it and just to see for myself what what, what it's about. So I'll have a full review of the game uh, next week on the podcast. Yeah, of reviews, I'll, be getting, I'll, I'll be getting that game probably around Christmas time. Speaking of reviews, Nathan, you had a chance to try out the Kirby demo or the Kirby whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, this, this, this demo allows you to play the first three stages. It's like little bitty stages. I don't, I don't know. It's probably, it says first three stages, but it's probably like three stages of like the first world. That's what it feels like to me. So... <laughs> Uh, basically, yeah, yeah, you get play three stages. Um, they give you an option of two difficulties. One's a little easier. One's not that hard. I mean, it's it's, it's not a real difficult game. Uh, Kirby games recently, back in the day, Kirby games were hard. Yeah. But recently, Kirby games have gotten pretty easy, and this one's kind of kind of easy, or at least these three stages were anyway. Um, but yeah, I got to, we got to play first three stages. Uh, it is 3D, but it is not, it is not Mario Odyssey 3D. Was it's not Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 3D. It's more, it's more like 3D World 3D, or Mario 3D World, where the camera is set with whichever level you're on. The camera is set at a certain way. You cannot move the camera. You're moving all around the level or whatever. So, but it's not, you can't move the camera. They don't feel like a, doesn't feel like, you know, feels more like a, it is a platformer game still. It's not a open world-ish kind of game. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, all of the, uh, abilities are pretty cool. You can even, uh, they can't do it yet because you gotta wait for the full game to do it, but you can upgrade your abilities in like some score that comes out and, uh, you can upgrade your abilities in the game and, uh, combine abilities and all kinds of stuff. So that's pretty cool. Um, the car thing is hilarious. Sucking up the car. Uh, you can suck up a cone. You can suck up a vending machine to shoot shoot cokes at people. Um, uh, you get to uh, I don't know. Overall, though, Ryan, I like it. Like, not not every game's got to be tricky and hard, you know. Yeah, yeah. Some games are just enjoyable just to play. So uh, I'd say this is a a good game for for a family to play, you know take turns with your kids because it's not that it's difficult enough to, for them to be difficult for them it's kind of tricky for an adult maybe if you're not used to platforms but uh not bad i'm looking forward to when it actually comes out uh if you do play the first three levels of this game after you beat the boss on the third level um it 
upgrade and you can uh cash in your upgrade whenever the store comes out whenever whenever you uh the store is available in your game when you buy the game you can get a free upgrade huh. you don't have to pay any coins or stars or whatever the hell it is Kirby grabs so pretty cool um I also tried a little bit probably not enough to actually talk about it but I tried a little bit of the triangle strategy uh because uh, they have a trial for it too, a demo for it. And I tried a little bit of it. I haven't got much into it. It's an 11 hour demo you can play, Ryan. Jesus. That seems like a lot. And, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, some games uh, aren't even 11 hours. But you can hours. play that demo and then, uh, <laughs> I know. And then you can uh, take, a, take that 11 hour demo, convert it over to your, you know, when you actually yeah. buy the game if you want to. But, uh, I mean, it's cool. It's a Japanese RPG, so... Plus, it's it's a lot of... Stra- I mean, it's triangle strategy, so there's a lot of strategy involved. It, it's based off of um, Final Fantasy Tactics on the PlayStation 1. And, uh, like, you have, like, your enemies... Or your... your kind of like, uh, like that Advanced Wars game we were talking about, honestly. You can have your people different positions you got to move them around all that it's it's different and it's not really my kind of game so i probably won't end up buying it but it's cool that i can play 11 hours of it <laughs> there you go um so i know we were going to talk about the state of play um next week but news just dropped and it's something that i have to tell you about um and it's all kind right, of uh it's kind of uh, appropriate because I am wearing a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles shirt right now. Oh. It's not what you think. It's not what you think. Oh. But during the, <laughs> the March State of Play, coming to the PlayStation 5 and PS4 sometime this year, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Cowabunga Collection featuring oh. nine classic TMNT games, including... Oh. Including Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the game, Tournament Fighters, the arcade game, Turtles in Time, Back from the Sewer, Fall of the Foot Clan, the Manhattan Project, Radical Rescue, and the Hyperstone. Wow, that's one from the Sega. So we've got games from Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, the handheld, yeah. regular Nintendo. Wow. Arcade. So let us come... Yeah, that is coming sometime this year. Um, it's like all these other collection games you can save your place and all that stuff. Um, that's I'm a, I would assume that this is going to come out on other systems too besides... I would almost have to say this is not a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah. It doesn't say it's coming anywhere else, but that would be silly to only have it on PlayStation. Yeah, this is this is perfect for the Switch. Yeah, because it's Konami and they put their shit on everything. And yeah, that would be perfect yeah. on the Switch. So um, yeah, play all these games on the go. Whenever oh, yeah. this comes out, I will probably definitely be picking it up. And if it's on the Switch, I will definitely pick it up on the Switch. Hell yeah! Um, but that I I know we're gonna talk about the full state of play next week. But I was literally just just popped up into my. Uh, 
onto my screen. And so I was like, I have to, uh, I have to talk about it. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. That's pretty cool. So yeah, again, we'll have the full state of play, all everything else that's announced uh, next week. And maybe we'll get more details. Cause I, that was just literally just popped in like two minutes ago. So, <laughs> so I, I have no other details, but that is pretty cool. That is, I assume, yes, it probably will be on every other system as well. So, but PlayStation is so. That's awesome. That is uh, awesome. Let's get to uh, got some re- the releases for this week, Ryan. Obviously, we know Triangle Strategy is being released, and is, which is a big one, and then uh, uh, WWE 2K22. But what else got released this week, Ryan? So, starting with March 9th, which is the day we're recording this, we've got Splash Cars for the Xbox One and PS5. Splash Cars. Paint the world one neighborhood at a time using your car. Oh, boy. Uh, we've got 100 bullets for the Xbox Series X. Oh, okay. We've got a game called Will You Snail for the Xbox One. <laughs> <laughs> we got Frightenance, Frightenance for the Xbox One. Uh, March 10th, we've got Time Loader. For the Xbox One and PS4, we've got RPG Time, The Legend of Right. Oh, that's out for everything. Uh, Submerged, Hidden Depths. I, these, I, these games. Uh, we got The Last Cube for the PS4. Young Souls for the PS4. Aztec. Forgotten Gods, but that is Aztec as in T-E-C-H. That's for the Switch. Retro Pixel Racers for the Xbox One and Xbox Series X. Republic uh, for the Anniversary Edition for the Switch and the PS4. Uh, Banana Republic? We got Potato Flowers in Full Bloom for the Switch. What the... All right, we need to make an award list for the end of the year for the weirdest names, and this is this is in the running. Yes. Uh, Dungeon Color for the Xbox One and the Switch. There is a lot of games coming. Holy crap. Uh, Cho- Chocobo GP for the Switch. Yes, that is a, uh, that is a Mario Kart type game with characters from Final Fantasy. Hmm. There's like a bird on the cover, so. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, he's a big character in Final Fantasy. I don't know. Um, Century Age of Ashes for the Xbox One and Xbox Series X. Hack GU Last Recode for the Switch. Um, Hotel Transylvania Scary Tale Adventures for the PS4. Comes out on March 11th. Uh, Cosmos Bit for the Xbox One. Frightenance comes out on PS4. 2K22 is officially out on March 11th for everything. Radioactive Dwarfs, Evil from the Sewers for <laughs> okay. the Xbox that One. One. That was that one's in the running too. That sounds promising. <laughs> that sounds like was that game made by Troma? Like, it does sound like one of those campy arcade or those campy horror movies. Um, I'm trying to get it to load about what this game's about, but it's not working right now. Um, we got oh Syndrome 
for the Switch, if that ever loads out to us about. We got, and then all, all the way to March 15th, no more games between March 11th and March 15th. Uh, so the weekend, there's no games. Next Tuesday, we've got Dawn of the Monsters for the PS5 and Xbox Series X. GTA 5 officially launches for the PS5 and Xbox Series X. Phantom Breaker Omnia for the PS4. The Cruel King and the Great Hero for the PS4 and the Switch. And Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach. Another one. There's about a thousand of those games now. So, yeah. Radioactive Dwarfs, Evil from the Swamp. Evil from the Sewers. (laughs) That is one of the best games I think I've ever heard of. Oh, man. Let's see. What is this game about? (laughs) It's a retro, it's a top-down retro action. Mm -hmm. So it's like a throwback to kind of like Zombies Ain't My Neighbors type of game, it looks like. Interest. Well, now you say that. See, you shouldn't have said that. Now that that's pork my interest. The description of this game is: old timers just keep saying that they don't do old school action games anymore like they used to. Well, that's not totally true. Radioactive Dwarfs is an epic example of the fact <laughs> that these games are still alive and kicking. Right from the <laughs> box, you'll get top-down retro action with the thrilling story of mutated dwarfs that kidnap, kill, and eat people. <laughs> our, heroine has a, a trauma movie. our heroine has decided to stop the dwarf threat on her own. She'll venture deep down and below to find every dwarf and shoot it with her trusty gun. Uh, grenades will come in handy as well. We can assure you that this game is a blast for a person who likes retro games and is always in a mood for jokes with some B-movie flavor. Yeah, it's a trauma There game. you go. But it is a single, single player and only $5. I will probably actually pick this game up. <laughs> it's only $5? Yeah. Oh, I will, boy. I'm picking this game up when it launches. There's no... I, I'm for sure picking up Radioactive Dwarfs right now uh i will go on my micro on my socks and uh, pick that up right now <laughs> oh my god my new favorite game i'm gonna do a series in that game <laughs> and we're gonna we'll have to we'll have to play that together all right we'll have to youtube that all right so uh this was a fun episode <laughs> what a way to end it <laughs> yeah with radioactive dwarfs uh <laughs> yeah i think at the beginning of the end of the year we're gonna do a list of all of our favorite game titles that came out this year <laughs> oh boy uh thank you for listening like i said next week we're gonna have full on uh review of wb 2k22 hopefully with jeff either with us or sending in another audio clip like he did for the sports podcast and we'll be covering the state of play from sony along with anything else that happens in the gaming world uh between now and then uh, this coming Saturday morning, we will have the wrestling podcast, Suplexes, where we will be covering everything that happened in the world of wrestling, including the Impact Pay-Per-View Sacrifice and the AEW Pay-Per-View uh, Revolution, along with Raw, SmackDown, NXT, all that fun stuff. If you missed the sports podcast, that was a fun one. We had our first racing report where Jeff sent in a little audio clip talking about the week of racing. Plus, we talked the MLB lockout. Uh, NBA, NCAA, all that fun stuff. Next week on the Sports Podcast, we're going to be doing an NCAA preview for the men's and the women's. We'll be talking about 
the tournaments upcoming and we'll be picking some winners and all that fun stuff. So got it all in there, Nathan. Did all my showing. <laughs> yeah. So thank you for listening. We appreciate you spending time with us uh, whenever you listen to this. Uh, check out the Twitter, the TikTok, the Instagram, the Facebook, the YouTube, all that fun stuff. It is Sabri ENT for all the latest uh, with what's going on. Uh, for Nathan, I'm Ryan reminding you to always score if you can, save if you must, but always suplex when necessary. Later.